Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Review afternoon briefing uh, today with myself, Derek Clark, and I'm joined by Johnny McFarlane. How are we getting on, Johnny? Good, mate. Good. Uh, yeah, sorry for uh, being a little bit later today, folks. I had to take my daughter to get her jags, so uh, yeah, I wasn't able to be on the morning briefing, so it's an afternoon briefing now. Yeah, absolutely. All good things come to those who wait, as they say, and all that sort of stuff. Um, right, let's talk, uh, well, before we talk Rangers, folks, just a, a bit of housekeeping. You can see the little ticker below. We've got an amazing offer on the website just now. Uh, you can get four months worth of content. Yes, four months for just a pound. We're practically giving it away. Or you can take advantage of our annual subscription. Loads of you doing that. Uh, it's been slashed from £34.99 to just £19 for the entire year. Go and head over to rangersreview.co.uk forward slash subscribe to sign up. It's dead easy to do. And you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is totally free. Over 11,000 of you now uh, supporting the channel, which is fantastic to see. Uh, and a quick word as well for our uh, podcast sponsors, which is Seneca Hair Restoration. Uh, you know the drill by now. If you want to uh, reinvigorate the top of your head, these are the guys to go to. They are the number one hair transplant corporation in Europe due to its elite hair restoration services and innovation techniques. They are the number one folks and the links to their website and social media channels are in the description box as well. So uh, do go check them out. Right, let's talk Rangers, Johnny, because uh, there's plenty to talk about. Of course, Todd Cantwell has signed <coughs> in the dotted line and, and was unveiled uh, to ourselves and the assembled press yesterday at Ibrox. I thought he spoke uh, very well, I've got to say. Um, he's a, a confident young man, of course. Uh, some of the, the, the main takeaways, I think, that, that that stood out for me, he was asked, what's your perception of Scottish football? And he says, I know exactly where Rangers fit into it right at the top. I know that there is big games, big rivalries for me. I've been in England my whole career so far aside from a brief spell away. It's going to be different, but I think I'm quite adaptable. Uh, he also talked about uh, the last couple of years, of course, it has sort of faded away uh, from that, uh, that that player that burst on the scene at, at Carroll Road. He was linked with uh, big money moves to a number of sides in England. Uh, and the last couple of seasons, uh, it's not gone uh, his way. And he was asked uh, about that. He says, as a footballer, things, things aren't always going to go well for you. I think my career started in a very promising and satisfying way. I didn't really have too many challenges come my way. And then I had them all come at once. You guys are probably fully aware that things off the pitch can affect someone on the pitch, just like any normal person. There have been struggles, but everyone has struggles off the pitch and everyone has struggles in life. I'm not here for a sob story, but I'm in a position now where I feel like I've got a mental strength towards a lot of things and I've got a chance to prove a lot of people wrong. He also says Michael Beale is instrumental uh, in persuading him to come up north. Um, spoke very well, uh, Johnny, I thought yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. I was very impressed. I've got to be honest, Derek. He he came across as a very well-adjusted young man, clearly highly intelligent, and the kind of modern footballer that um, you probably want to see um, at your club. Frankly, listen, I think this is a great signing, Derek. I'm really excited about it because he's someone that only a short period of time ago was being talked about as a really, really exciting talent, someone that had the potential to go really far and be a, a potential talent that would reach the top six uh, in English football. I mean, no less than Chris Sutton, of all people, 
was saying this. So let, it'd be interesting to see if he if he tries to delete any of these comments again or, or, or anything like that. But uh, he was certainly uh, digging up um, Cantwell. And, you know, the thing is, it's not just pundits. It's not just a, a an opinion. I mean, Cantwell actually did it on the pitch. And, and this is in, this is a tangible, Derek, because you, you list off the teams that he scored against. It's all the big names in English football, Manchester City. You know, it, these are big goals and big games that he scored for Norwich. And I think that's a, a massive element of of him showing that he's the real deal in that regard. Now, that was three years ago. It's been a bit of a while. He's had uh, very much ups and downs since then. But even a cursory look at what he's capable of, uh, if you go through uh, StatsBomb or Scout and have a look at his underlying data and have a look at the video of him, what you see is you've got a player who's got an immense first touch, really, really quick feet, um, reasonably quick, can slalom past players. So you look at Norwich and the way they've been a kind of yo-yo club, Derek, and, and the way they've struggled under different managers. You think you come into Rangers is kind of perfect for this lad because it's going to be in a ball-dominant team. He's going to have less defensive responsibility. It's going to be about his creative quality in the final third. He's going to be off the leash, almost in a sense, yeah. and that's that means he's a as Cliff Renfrew is uh, saying in the comments there, he's a risk worth taking, and there's yeah. no doubt. Like, listen, there's an element of risk. He can come here, and just like he he did when he went to Bournemouth, didn't really work. That could happen here at Rangers, but I think for the the, the money we're talking about with six months left on his contract, and given the talent he has, and what Michael Beale's capable of doing on the training pitch, I, I really like the look of this deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. I think it's a, a cracking move uh, for Rangers and the, and the player uh, himself. Also, uh, lots of comments uh, coming in. Uh, Alan says uh, Sutton did delete that tweet. Shock horror. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, no surprise there. Um, Martin McDonald says uh, excited about Cantwell. If he can get back to his best, he was a fantastic player only eighteen months ago. Yet linked with uh, big money moves, and I'm talking a substantial amount of money that Rangers can only dream of spending. Um, so if they can get him back to anywhere near his best, and they've certainly won a watch. Um, just talking about the big draw that he said, uh, working with Michael Beale, says it really was massive. When I say it's probably the, the biggest factor in me coming here, it would be that. The manager, is, manager has known me for a long time as well, which was important because he knows the type of person and type of player I've been for the last four or five years. He knew exactly what he was getting when he signed me. He's had a pretty short senior management time, but the amount of experience along his journey, and for me, being on the younger side of a footballer, it's impeccable for me to get this relationship going. And I think he can really get the best out of me, not only me, but the team as well. That's an interesting point because uh, he's right. Michael Beale is a baby in terms of uh, being a manager, Johnny. But uh, he certainly, well, he has this pull to attract players down south, um, players of the calibre of, of Todd Cantwell. When we had uh, Stephen Gerrard and uh, to an extent, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, who were household names in the game. Michael Beale has uh, uh, never really played professional football. I don't think he was on the books of Charlton as a youngster, but um, this is interesting, isn't it? It is a big draw for, for, for young players to come and work with this highly rated coach. Yeah, and there's more to it than that, Derek. It's the package. Of course, Michael Beale's part of it, but Rangers... How, how would I put this? Rangers... Uh, levels in England have probably never been higher, or certainly not since the 90s. Um, you look yeah. at 
what was achieved in Europa League last year. And that is very much noticed. And not just the performances. Again, this wasn't a 2008 Rangers European final where they, they stuttered and stumbled their way into the final. This was Rangers at Ibrox with yeah. an incredible back and putting together something that was mind-blowing. And pe people see the videos, they saw the social media stuff, and the perception of the club changes. Oh, this is Rangers back to where they should be. I think when you add that to the Michael Beale factor, it becomes an incredibly attractive proposition for a young player who's maybe lost his way, who's done the Premier League, who's done the Championship, who wants to do something different. And if you're an exceptionally talented ball player at the likes of Norwich or Bournemouth or or one of these type of teams, yeah, of course there's going to be a massive attraction to coming up to Scotland where you're in a Manchester City type team in comparison to the league where you're always on the ball going forward. Now, what I would say to people is, this is a Celtic example, but I'm going to use it anyway because the first one that comes to mind. You've got Ryan Christie, who is dominant up here, scores loads of goals. You know, Some people watching this will say they don't like Ryan Christie as a player, fair enough. But there's no doubt his goals and assists were very, very good when he was here in Scotland with Celtic. He goes down to Bournemouth. What has he done, Derek? I mean, has he has he set the header alight? Has he, has he he's quoted? A, he's a, yeah, he's a cog in the machine down there. Exactly. He's just another player. And he might enjoy that for six months because it's very stressful being up here. I mean, I talked to Martin Waghorn about what it's like as an old firm player in the Goldfish Bowl in Glasgow. You can't really go out. If you go out, you've got to be careful. You know, people are coming up to you, etc., etc. But you go down there and I think very, very quickly you realise that, you you know, it's, it's, it's not the same. You're not going to be dominating the game. You're going to have to graft. And, and some attacking players don't necessarily like that. And you can kind of understand why. So if you've got a yeah. high technical skill set, you want to be able to use it. Yeah. Um, so for me, Cantwell looks like the perfect example of someone who can come up here and just get a completely new lease of life. Yeah. He, like I say, he's done. it's not like he's like desperate to get back to the Premier League. What he's wanting to do is get his game back to where it was and, and become happy again. I'm really, yeah. really looking forward to, like the Hebridean bear is saying there, really, really looking forward to seeing him play and turn out for Rangers because I think this is a guy who has the quality to make a difference. Yeah. It was an interesting point. I thought he said that he was asked about, uh, uh, what was it, from the conversation with the manager that made you believe he can get the best out of you. He says, I think for me, the type of player I am, it's really important I play in a possession-based team. It's really important that I play in almost a free-flowing type of attack. And here that fits a lot of position, which gives me a lot of space to really go and create. In that sense, I shouldn't have too many excuses. Uh, he hasn't, with all, the, all respect to, to Norwich and Bournemouth, um, I know Norwich won the championship a couple of times and he was there. But in the main, when they're in the Premier League, uh, they're set up in that low block and play on the counter. Whereas this is going to be a bit different for him, where, where Rangers will dominate <clears> most teams <throat> and you'll get a lot of the ball, Johnny. Derek, even in the championship, mate, and this is just a fact, it's not like playing for Rangers. You know, yeah. the, the games are 50-50 and you're easing through them. I mean, there's, I can't think of a team in the championship that's literally blitzkrieg the league, winning five and six nil, or three ones and four ones, you know, every week. It, that's it's a it's a tough graft, and it's there's really huge amounts in it, is there? Yeah. So so I mean, I might be totally wrong. I didn't watch a lot of Norwich in the championship that season when they came up. Um, I mean, they, they'll have been a good team. But, but what I suppose I'm saying is I don't see it being about attacking every single game, you know. Um, they'll have been 
a lot of games where Norwich would have had to have bolted the door and 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 kind of hit on the break because there's huge teams in that championship with very very good players on 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 all sides. Yeah. You know that the top six or seven in the championship is is pretty good and pretty interchangeable with some of the teams in the bottom four or five in the Premier League. Yeah, uh, to be fair, I think they were pretty good under under Daniel Farker when they came up a couple of times, yeah. and I think they won the league on two occasions, and, and they did so convincingly. But certainly, you won't have experienced uh, playing for Rangers, but the demands are different, and he's going to have to have uh, tough and strong shoulders, that's for sure. Um, and, and I think the Rangers fans uh, just need to be a little bit patient with him as well as he gets up to speed and, and used to Michael Beale's uh, style of play. Stephen Gillespie gets in touch. Uh, afternoon, Stephen. Does Cantwell start on Saturday? I asked Joshua this yesterday, Johnny. I would start him personally. I would just fling him in there at St. Johnston at home. Uh, just start him. What's, what's your opinion on that one? Yeah, I, I think uh, probably he does start. To be honest, Michael Beale made a great play of the fact that if he was bringing someone in, he was bringing them in to start. Yes. That probably underlines the fact that, that he sees Cantwell as someone that can just go straight in there. How he fits him in with Tillman already in there, it'll be interesting to see. Will he be saying to John Lundstrom, right, you're the you're the pivot and I want um, Tillman and uh, Cantwell in front? That would be very, very attacking. But that's probably what Rangers need at home. That's that's the kind of dominance, the kind of attacking venom that they'll need to rack up the kind of goal difference that, that will be essential if they're going to match Celtic game for game like they've been doing under Michael Beale to date. Yeah. Yeah, listen, he may start from the bench. He will be involved at some point, and there is no doubt about that. But yeah, very excited to see him in a Rangers jersey. Uh, Denzel gets in touch. This is an interesting point, incidentally. Um, it says... Uh, thought he spoke very eloquent. My only concern would be that we seem to have a lot of players in the same tennis position. Cantwell, Hadji, Lawrence, Lowry, Tillman, who stays, who goes? It's a bit top-heavy there, Johnny. Um, I know Cantwell says he, he, I mean, he's interchangeable. He can play in a variety of positions. He would ideally like to play that number 10 role. Hadji, of course, also returning. Um, we'll get an idea if he's going to feature at the weekend when we speak to Michael Beale at the end of the week. Um, but it's a bit of a selection dilemma. Of course, Tom Lawrence is out for the foreseeable um, but uh, it's a selection dilemma. I think it's one that Michael Beale will welcome, though, to be honest. Yeah, and I think you look at that, Tom Lawrence we know is very, very, um, he's got a, he's, he's very adaptable. He can play in multiple positions. He can play left, he can play right, he can play through the middle, he can play at 10, he can play as an eight. So Tom Lawrence, I don't think really, I wouldn't class him into that bracket. I see him as yeah. more of an attacking, adaptable player. Um, Alex Lowry has had injury issues, um, has been in and out. We know Hadji's just coming back and you don't want to rush him. So I, I don't foresee this being a big issue till maybe March or April, Denzel. Hopefully everyone remains fit. But I think long term, absolutely, you have to look at that. Personally, I think um, Alex Lowry, as good a player as he is and as much talent as he has, uh, might be someone that would benefit from going out on loan. Uh, given yep. the current situation in terms of the players that are, are, are undoubtedly in front of undoubtedly in front of him. I don't think Alex Lowry's done enough to be ahead of Tillman. I don't think he'll be ahead of Cantwell. I would be surprised if he's ahead of Hadji, given what Hadji has already delivered when he's been playing. But I think Alex Lowry absolutely needs games and absolutely has the quality to, to have a, a future at Rangers. I don't think we should see a loan move as necessarily you know, the end of something. It can be the beginning of something as well. You saw what happened with Charlie Adam, for example, when he went out to St Mirren. Rangers need a player that goes out on loan 
and uh, flowers and develops because it's not happened in quite a long time. This is something that was, was said to me in the Youth Academy. They, they feel that themselves. They've had a lot of success in blooding players through the B team, but very little in terms of players going and grasping the opportunity when they go out to another club. And, and I think maybe Alex Lowry has the quality to do that. I'm not necessarily saying, Derek, that it should be it should be Scotland. You know, Alex Lowry might, might be the player to go to to, to the Dutch league, for example, he might be the player to go to the Italian league, um, but somewhere we can go and get forty-five games, and then come back a year later, and and be ready to absolutely grasp the metal and become the main man at, at Rangers. I just worry that he's a guy that's going to get kind of pushed out a little bit um, because there's so many international class, experienced guys in front of them. You know, he has to kick the door down. And it's quite difficult if you don't have too many chances. I mean, you saw the quality he has in the game at the weekend. He's on for, what, three, four minutes? And in that time, picks out an absolutely unbelievable ball yeah, for Alfred Mellis. That that's the kind of thing that's very few players in that team that can do that. Yeah, the kind of just distilled quality of a very, very high level. So Rangers need to find a way to get the best out of Alex Lowry. And uh, I don't want people to think, I really don't want people to think that I'm suggesting there's some sort of way to move him on because I, I don't think that... I'm just being practical about the options that are there and, and and what's the best way to get him minutes because absolutely he needs minutes. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's an interesting one, Derek. Yeah. I, I'm not sure that um, going on loan in this window is the right thing for Lowry, but but maybe in the summer. Um, we'll have to wait and see what Michael Beale thinks of it. It's clear that, that everyone at the club rates him, but it's whether or not they rate him enough that... Yeah that he can go in ahead of the quality that's already there because it is, it's now looking very strong indeed. Yeah, I would be inclined to send him out on loan this window, but uh, Michael Beale has said that no one in the first team will be heading out the door on loan. GB yeah. says that I think Lowry will start on Saturday. Wouldn't be surprised if he does, you know. Yeah. Um, but certainly Michael Beale uh, has a plethora of options in that attacking midfield uh, position there. Ross says, <laughs> well, just can't wait for that TikTok dance he does after scoring the winner in the <laughs> Cup final. Uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Uh, I think we should all actually do that um, if, if, if that materialises. I might say that one out there. Leave that to yeah. you, youngsters. <laughs> um, right. Another player uh, heavily linked to, to Rangers is uh, Nicholas Raskin. Joe 90 says, Derek, do you have any inside track on uh, Raskin? He means there. Um, he, we spoke to the Belgian journalist uh, transfer expert yesterday, which was a fantastic. Uh, 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 Sasha uh, Tavoli uh, uh, Tavolieri came on, uh, really good, gave us an update on uh, how things are progressing with that. Uh, now, it's reportedly, uh, at the moment, Rangers, uh, he's up, agreed terms and he's underwent a medical and it's just about agreeing uh, a fee with Standard Liège. They rate him at around £2.2 million. I believe Rangers pursuing a deal for around £900,000 with a sell-on clause attached. Uh, I would do urge you to go and check that video out, folks, because um, it's, it's packed full of detail. Uh, Sasha is really good, gives us an idea of uh, what we can expect uh, from Raskin uh, if he's to pitch up at Ibrooks. He's certainly a player that I'd be excited to see, Johnny. He fits that bill, 21 years of age, that midfield sort of dynamo, loves a tackle, apparently, uh, and I think he would, he would get up to speed with the physicality of the Scottish game. Uh, I'm all, I'm all on, on board this uh, Nicholas Raskin sort of train. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm on board it with you. I've had a 
I look at the player now, um, I think I called him diminutive the other day and I've been getting uh, slaughtered for it ever since um, <laughs> because he's five foot, he's just under five foot ten, so he's not diminutive at all. That was a load of nonsense. But um, he, he's certainly a player that will sit in that base of midfield and create by moving the ball forward quickly. Joshua would describe it as verticality, Derek, passing the ball. Funny you forward, see that, Sasha pass. did uh, Sasha did say that yesterday as well. He talked he talked yeah. about that. So uh, yeah, on the on the same page. No, it was a great piece uh, that you did yesterday. I say piece, but it was actually a video. But it was yeah. it was really informative. I would encourage anyone who's interested in hearing more about the lad Raskin to go and have a look at it. But it, it certainly seems from from what we are hearing is that it's uh, it's in good shape that deal and and the player wants to come and Rangers have have agreed the the contract. So it's about yeah. the final the fine details almost of getting the deal over the line. Uh, for the next six months, but when you've agreed a contract with a player whose deal is up in the summer, you absolutely have the the two aces in your hand in the poker game, because at the end of the day, you know it's a question of is this worth paying to get this player in now? Either it is or it isn't. We saw Rangers going through exactly the same situation this time last year with John Suter, Derek, and they just turned around and said to Hearts, "No, no, we're yeah. not doing it." Um, actually, fundamentally, given what happened in terms of the injury, it might have been better actually that they did, they did pull the trigger on the four hundred grand or whatever, given his uh, his checkered injury history this season. Um, but you know, it's it's one of these where Rangers have got the the aces, like I say, and and, and Raskin's out of the picture over there, so it's not like yeah. um, they've really got all that strong a hand. And, and I would imagine, even if it takes a little bit longer to get it finalised. It'll be sooner rather than later. I'm also confident about Whitaker coming in. Um, yes. Uh, if you get those three, Derek, I think you're essentially fixing the main problems in the squads. And it's all about then planning for the summer to decide who's in and who's out. You know, do you give Scott Arfield a new deal as, a, as, a, as an impact sub? Uh, I would personally. I'd keep him around the place as an impact sub as a guy who's going to come in and maybe make 20 or 30 appearances over the course of a season. You've got to ask yourself, you want to keep Stephen Davis around? That depends on his recovery. Um, you've got questions around other players in the squad as well. I don't need to talk about Alan McGregor. It's just patently obvious that that, that needs to be dealt with uh, and a new goalkeeper needs to come in. And These are things that, that I'm sure John Park will be furiously working away on um, with his recruitment department because, as I'm sure Ross Wilson has told everyone inside that building, there's absolutely no room for error anymore. And yes. we've said already that there's an element of a punt about Todd Cantwell um, because he's had a few poor years. But I think it's enough positive to say that it's not really, not really. There's an element of gamble in it, but I think it's a, it's, it's a gamble where you're, you're really liking your odds. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Mark Heights uh, does say, uh, so what's happening with the, the Morgan lad, Morgan, Morgan Whitaker, of course, he's talking about. I believe that that's, that's similar, Johnny, where uh, uh, it's all about negotiating uh, a reasonable price to bring the lad in. According to uh, sources, he's very keen on coming to Ibrox. And it's like you say again, Johnny, watch that Europa League run. And Todd Cantwell did mention he got goosebumps watching Rangers in that Europa League final. That was uh, the matches at Ibrook certainly streamed uh, around the world, and, and you can understand why why uh, players uh, are itching to to, to play uh, at Ibrooks. Um, and he's another one, Morgan Whitaker. So uh, I think it's watched this space with regards to uh, him and uh, Nicholas Raskin at this moment in time. 
Yeah, the big uh, thing about Whitaker was Swansea were giving it big licks, weren't they? And uh, yeah, yeah. especially their manager Russell Martin, yeah, about how Whitaker was a major part of the team and he's going to be in the squad and he's you know, and then he doesn't feature in the squad. So I think you can probably take from that that the ball is moving in the right direction on that one, and that's certainly what we've been hearing. Transfers are a notorious risky business, Derek. I mean, famously, you know, we said that Aaron Ramsey was pie in the sky. We didn't mm -hmm. believe that one would happen. And then six hours later, he was being paraded outside at Ibrox. These things can happen. Um, so you've just got to always say with, when it comes to transfer business, anything can happen. Things yeah. can be looking one way at some point and then it can all turn around. People can get fed up and say, right, we're not no more of this. And that, that can often happen too. So we'll see we'll see how it pans out. I certainly think if Rangers can address the right wing position, get Raskin in, they've addressed the central midfield position at that point. All of a sudden, this squad has a has a very, very sharp new dimension to it. Yeah, but of course, players coming in means that players surely have to depart. Scott D says uh, Kamara, Kamara to be sold if Raskin comes in. Mm -hmm. uh, he's certainly one player that, that uh, uh, a lot of Rangers supporters, I think, would be, wouldn't be would be too fussed if he was to leave and, and, and some money was to be brought in for him. Uh, he's had a bit of a so-so uh, season thus far. I think he's had a bounce like many when Michael Beale returned to the club, Johnny. Um, but they're going, there's going to have to be a, a bit of uh, but the negotiations going on about trying to get players out the door if these players are coming in. I don't think there's any doubt that Glenn Kamara sees his long-term future away from Rangers. Yes. That's been the case for quite some time. Now, Michael Beal is someone who admires and respects Kamara, and I suspect that that, that is mutual. However, I can't see Glenn Kamara changing his position on wanting to, to try something else. He's getting to that age as well, Derek. Is he 26, 27? Where he's a little bit older than you think, you know? Um, so he's coming to the prime stage of his career for if he gets a big move now. Yeah, 27. 27. I mean, 27. So he's got, say he goes and gets a three-year contract, he's got two big moves left in him. Maybe one and a half almost. So you, you can kind of understand why he would want to go away and make his fortune. Now, Glenn Kamara wasn't making much money at all up until he signed his new contract. He was on really low wages for a Rangers player. So he's not secured his future as a footballer. And uh, I think it's understandable that he might want to go away and do that. Yeah, He's also a player that I like, Derek, but only for certain games. You know, yeah. like um, he, he's almost becoming a little bit to me, like a, a Brahim Hemdani type, where if you're playing yes. in Europe, you would want Glenn Kamara. If you're playing against Celtic, you would certainly want an informed Glenn Kamara. He's a lovely player to, to watch, isn't he? He's got great feet. Close control is fantastic. Yeah, you have the ball in tight spaces and he, he works it so well. But at the same time, I think Rangers, to match this Postacoglu team across the city, you kind of have to match their attacking threat. Uh, and, and Glenn Kamara's just not a threat going forward. I mean, he scores the odd goal. Uh, no one will ever forget that second goal against RB Leipzig. Gives me goosebumps just thinking about that moment, how yeah. incredible it was. But he doesn't do that often. We know that. And uh, if you could go and get four or five million from, I think that would be a, 
a good way to, to call time on, on a very successful Rangers career and, and, and for the 50 grand fee that they paid Dundee, I think Dundee oh, only got money on it. or something like that, um, yeah. you know, it, you'd have to say it, it's been a, an, an unbelievable bit of business by Mark Allen and Stephen Gerrard um, and, and a very, very good spot. I don't think anyone would have predicted that he would be quite as good as he's been. Yeah, um, I really liked him at Dundee and I thought he'd be a good squad player for Rangers. I didn't think he'd become such a an established first-team go-to pick. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he would go with everyone's best wishes there, put it that way. Yeah, Derek Gray says uh, describing Kamara's season as so-so is very generous, Derek. Yeah, pro- yeah. Probably has, to be fair. Yeah, 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 he's not been at his best. Uh, and yeah. Graham Brown says, uh, what about a swap Kamara for a Rebo? Of course, not <laughs> playing at Southampton. Um, I know they had a change of manager down there and, and it doesn't appear that... Uh, uh, he's fancied at this moment in time, but uh, I, I think that ship is sailed, Johnny, don't you? Yeah, I, I don't think Jory will come back. Um, yeah. I really like Jory as a player, but I always felt like it would go one way or the other down there. I always felt like he would either explode. I wouldn't write him off team. at this point. I might, he might not be playing, but I wouldn't write, write him off at Southampton. No, I'm, I'm not writing him off. I'm not writing him off. I think he's yeah. a good player. But I always felt like he would either explode or he would kind of become a squad player and yeah. be in and out. Because... It has all the tools to be fantastic. But it's whether or not he can put them together and whether or not he can find a position that he can make his own over the course of the next seven years of his career or whatever. And I think that's crucial as well because he's kind of become a utility man, hadn't he? Certainly at Rangers, playing up front, playing left back, playing centre midfield, playing uh, wide right. You know, he was all over the pitch and that's a testament to his talent. But Southampton, the right club. I think Aldo is is right on that. It's, there's a yeah. question mark there. Really, really struggling. New manager comes in. Uh, Glenn Kamara, I'm sure, would do a good job down there. But I think Rangers would want to be getting money in if Glenn Kamara was was to be departing. Yeah. Money that they can reinvest in the squad. And we've already talked about the the vast number of players that, that Rangers have in that number ten ish position. I, I don't think. It, Joe Aribo would be would be top of the list of getting in, although you, you can never say no to good players, can you? Yeah. Uh, Denzel says the Aribo train has stopped. They've all got off and gone home. Uh, quite uh, <laughs> nicely put, Denzel. Um, now, uh, as much as Rangers are being uh, linked with midfielders, Morgan Whitaker, of course, is a forward. Uh, Cliff says, uh, well, a number of comments coming in. Tim Sharp says, uh, are we bringing enough goals into the squad? Uh, Michael Beale did touch on that in, in a press conference last week where he says he needs to bring in more goals uh, to the side. Uh, and that leads me on to a couple of interesting comments that have come in here. Uh, I'll touch on firstly from Robert Crombie. He says, uh, what do you think about the boy at Aberdeen Duke? I think that's his name. Uh, yeah, I think he's a, a decent player. Um, physical uh, guy as well. Knows how, how to take care of himself on, on the football pitch. Skillful. Um, thought he was decent in that that League Cup semi-final um, for a spell and then faded in the game. Uh, would you be I mean, able to see them pitch up at Ibrooks, Johnny? I think if we're talking about um, Scottish players, I think Duke's fine. Uh, you know, a really really good player at that level for Aberdeen. To me, the standout in their squad is Miofsky, I think a really nice technical player who would take his game to a completely different level if he was at a better team. He's shown already he can find the back of the net in Scotland, and I thought his finish against Rangers was a sign of absolute class. If you look at the way he cushioned that ball into the net, that's it's a level of confidence you don't normally see at teams outside of Rangers and Celtic, because... That's that that'll look like an easy finish, but only good players make those kind of finishes look easy. Um 
players with less technical quality don't do that in that situation. There's a level of calmness you need. And that, to me, screams good player. However, here's the thing. See if Rangers are going to show up in Scotland, and they need to because they need to have homegrown players in that squad. And that's yes. another reason why, by the way, and I should have said this earlier, Alex Lowry might not go anywhere. Yeah. Um, I think if you're talking about players in Scotland, uh, Kevin Nisbet should be on that list because I think he's they're talking about Hibs uh, turning down a, a bid from Millwall of just over a million pounds. They're looking for a bit more. If, yeah. if Rangers could get Kevin Nisbet for under two million quid, they should absolutely be pursuing that option. Alfredo Morelos, I think we all know, is, is going to go in the summer. Um, and if he does, they need a player who can come in. And one thing I would say about Kevin Nisbet is he'll give you a lot more goals than Alfredo Morelos. Maybe not in Europe, but in the in the in the meat and drink of the Scottish yeah. Premiership, uh, there's no doubt in my mind. Kevin Nisbet will score thirty goals as a Rangers striker, so yeah. I, I would I would be making that a priority on the basis that you do need homegrown players, and, and he would fit that criteria. Is he better than Miofsky? I'm not sure about that. Not not sure to be honest. I would have to really spend some time looking at the two players, working out their strengths and weaknesses. But I like Kevin Nisbet, especially at that price. You know, when Rangers were looking at him previously, and I know Stephen Gerrard quite liked him. Um, it's, it's an interesting one, that one, because I've, I've talked to people at Rangers about that, and there's some people who say Gerrard really liked him, was pushing for him, and others say it's nonsense and that that wasn't the case. So I, I, I'm, different people have told me different things on that. But yeah. I think there was a level of interest previously. How, how serious it was or not, I'm, I'm not sure. But... If you can get them for that price, surely that's a bit of a no-brainer, Derek. One point seven five million, two million quid. I mean, it's not a lot of money for a guy who can who can hit the the net as yeah. prolifically as, as Nisbet can. The other one yeah. is Shankland, of course. Maybe Shankland's well, the best yeah. of a lot. Uh, I know these people who whose football opinions I I respect who who think that Shankland's kind of like a maybe like a Gary McSwigan type. Um, you know, he's he, he's of a certain level and he won't go higher than that. But you know he's a, he's a Rangers fan, um, by all accounts. He is a, a, a terrific finisher, and you look at him at your United scored what fifty odd goals um, in the Championship. He then takes the move to Dundee United, just as good. He comes up, plays really well in a really bad team, doesn't score as many, but then goes to a better team in Hearts, and then really really prolific. So. He's one that I would say as well that, that Rangers should be looking at as a homegrown opportunity. And I suppose if you're looking at Miofsky, if you're looking at Shankland, if you're looking at um, Nisbet, it's going to be about who's got the best link-up play, where you can get your best bang for your buck. I think Shankland would be expensive to get from Hearts. I think he'll score 30 goals from them. I think that's yeah. absolutely nailed on. Cliff Renfrew again, good point. Yeah, I, He's got 20 already. He's going to get, th- he's going to get 30 in that team. He's got yeah. Barry McKay. In there feeding them. He's got uh, other players, Janelli, very, very good at that level. There's quality throughout that Hearts forward line that will feed him. So, yeah, I think of all those of all those players that are available, uh, Kevin Nisbet would be the one that I would uh, I'd probably go for. Derek, I don't know about you. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I think it's uh, much of a muchness. Uh, Ross says <laughs> Shankland is definitely a Rangers fan. Was in the stadium next to me in Seville. So, uh, <laughs> based on that, well, Shankland. Then. <laughs> uh, that 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 edges it for me. Um, yeah, listen, two both strikers, both doing well. Uh, Nisbet's uh, obviously in, in a really struggling hip side at the moment, while uh, Hearts really flying under 
uh, Robbie Nielsen. They really are uh, doing the biz uh, at the moment. Um, but listen, it's an interesting one. That leads on to uh, Charlie uh, Hayden gets in touch. If you could take one player from another, another team in the Premiership other than Celtic, who would you take? I think those two would be the ones at the top of the list, Johnny uh, Nisbet and uh, Shankland uh, for me. Uh, is there any others that, that, that you would be tempted to go for? Um, no one else jumping out at me, Derek, right at this yeah. moment. I have to have a dig through the squads. I think there are there are good players throughout the league and there's good young players that you would think about. Yeah. But Michael Beale said it himself, any young player from the Scottish League that may potentially be coming at Rangers, the first thing the the first question they ask is when am I going to play? And and, and where am I going to play? And it's yeah. very, very difficult to come from a a premiership club and and and, and turn up at Rangers and just walk in to that side. It's it's yeah. I, I don't think there's any, to be honest, that would do that. So I'm thinking more in terms of adding to the squad. You know, I felt for a long time, and I know that this is a controversial one, and I know people don't like it, but you know, I have to be true to my opinion, and it's just a fact. I always felt Lewis Ferguson could walk into the Rangers team and improve it. Um, certainly be someone who would add to the squad week in, week out. No doubt about that. Um, but I just felt he had levels in his game to go up, and I've been proved right on that. Uh, with his form in Bologna, and I know for a fact, you know, there's there's a, there's a number of clubs sniffing about him, much bigger clubs in Italy. Yes. So he was one that I think that was a miss, but a lot of the good talent, to be fair, in Scottish football has been now, you know, snapped up. You look at Josh Doig, obviously someone that again I think was on Rangers' radar. Uh, certainly, Aaron Hickey was. Lewis Ferguson wasn't, but has done well, and people certainly linked him with the club. And I think, obviously, the one that, that everyone in the game recognised as being a supreme talent, and I think Rangers fans could be very, very happy uh, that he's gone to Liverpool and left Celtic is Ben Doak, who, who yeah, I think is already sort of showing a, a kind of a meteoric rise there that's that's quite similar to what we saw from uh, Billy Gilmore when, when he when he pitched up at Chelsea. So that, that that's another talent that's obviously gone down south. I think a lot of the best quality at the moment has been has been snapped up already yeah yeah lots of suggestions come in for, for possible players i like this comment first from jamie hunter shankly was doing the bouncy on the bus which escorted us to the city center from the stadium uh in leipzig uh, allegedly yeah allegedly of course <laughs> allegedly. um lots of suggestions coming in there uh, connor fleming says uh, daniel armstrong at killy scottish left-footed right winger was good against us until he gets sent off. Uh, yeah, I was impressed. He just sort of faded and then had that moment of madness uh, that when he lashed out at Borna Barisic. Uh, Kenny Bell says, uh, Aberdeen keeper looks good, Roos, of course. Um, That's a great point. Yeah, he's, he's, he's decent. Um, and uh, Cammy, Barry Anderson said, Cammy Devlin as a player for the away games we need some dig in the midfield. Good squad filler. But this yeah, is yeah. the best of all, I think, uh, from Bob. Big Lafferty, he says. Uh, Bring him home, Johnny. That's That's what I see. Nah, I'm not having that, sorry. <laughs> uh, I think Kyle Lafferty um, is a bit of an anachronism at elite football clubs in, in today's day and age. You know, he's a jack the lad. Um, he's not a big, he's not a good trainer by all accounts. And I, I just think at Rangers, you just, I think today's day and age, you can't get away with being one of these players who's like, don't worry, boss, I'll do it on the, on the game day. Yeah. I just don't think that flies anymore. And we kind of saw that with his, Fallout with Steven Gerrard, or well, I don't know if it was a fallout, but 
certainly his fallout favour with Steven Gerrard. But I mean, he's a great big player. Everyone knows that Kyle Lafferty on his day is, is, is a top class player. So, yeah. but I don't think getting him back to Rangers no. at this stage is the right move. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, Ian Thompson says, uh, Johnny must have had a full night's sleep last night as he's spot on about the three players uh, we missed. So, uh, a bit of, of praise is right, actually. Here, Johnny. <laughs> he's right he's right I was only up once last night so that was not too bad <laughs> excellent stuff right folks I think that'll do us there thanks to everyone for interacting with the show uh, as ever it is greatly appreciated just a, a reminder uh, of the offer we've got on the website just now two fantastic deals you can see the little ticker below you can sign up uh, for just a pound for four months worth of content uh, you really won't uh, regret it you'll find a raft of uh, quality Rangers uh, content on there uh, or you can sign up to our annual subscription which has been slashed from £34.99 to just £19. Go and head over to rangersreview.co.uk forward slash subscribe for all the details and as I mentioned earlier as well you can subscribe to our YouTube channel over 11,000 of you now signing up so thank you very much for doing that. Uh, Jimmy Duffy just popped a, a comment up there we should sign uh, Nike Johnny good trainer. A good trainer. <laughs> Certainly yeah. is. <laughs> um, super stuff right that, that'll do us there folks um, if there's any signing developments uh, you'll be first to hear it at, on the site and on our social media channels make sure you're following us there um, if I don't speak to you again uh, we'll speak to you again tomorrow morning enjoy the rest of your Wednesday bye